Hey, it's, Dave, it's in the past. It's, what? It's in the past. We're done. It's over. She was unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Whiskey Sippers Podcast. I'm Dave. Oh, my God. I'm Steve. <laughs> and uh, you know what we're talking about today. I'm not even going to say, guess what we're talking about. Uh, bourbon. Bourbon. Lots yeah, of it. The history of bourbon. The history of bourbon. Yes. It's in the past. <laughs> and you're it's, conscious. And it's no longer with us. We're moving on. Neither is she. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Anyway, sorry. Oh, where do we go from there? Well, it goes about the history of bourbon. Oh, okay. Because that is our podcast for, you, for the day. For today. Do you want to talk about the 27-part series that we have going on? on um, Yeah, we can, we can kind of break it down. Okay. Uh, so we're going to do a five-part series mm-hmm. uh, calling it the Prohibition because it makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like our highlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is bourbon history. That's what Ooh, we're going to talk about today. today. Yep. Nice. And okay. then we're going to talk about the Prohibition. And then we're going to do the third part on, what are we going to do, speakeasies? I think so. Yeah, like the mafia. I think that's going to be cool, too. That's going to be fun. We make some mixed drinks. Yes. Yep. Some Manhattans. Some cocktails. Whiskey sours. A cocktail. Yeah, old fashioned. Mm. Everyone loves an old fashioned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> give me the goddamn soap. Um, <laughs> Nobody's going to get that reference. No. Super troopers. Because they're stupid. I go down to the club and they make my old fashioned just how I like it. Come on, bite it. Bite it. How do you, how <laughs> give do you me like, the goddamn soap. How do you like your old fashioned? Just like I like it. I've never had one. Go on. You never had an old fashioned? No. Well, we will have one okay. in the upcoming weeks. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Episode four. Mm-hmm. Is going to be moonshine. Yes, backwoods whiskey. Yes, the clear white lightning of which we have some. Yes, we will drink that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then five, I think, because we're kind of skipping right through to bourbon. We're going to backtrack and talk about the history on whiskey. Just whiskey, whiskey, any kind, every whiskey, Scotch, Irish whiskey, yeah, bourbon whiskey. Like, American we'll go back whiskey, to the beginning. Blended whiskey, yeah, Canadian whiskey, Ugh. Japanese whiskey, trash. Well, not Japanese, Canadian. I was just, you know, making fun of Canadians. <laughs> no, I didn't say, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. Uh, no, like Japanese whiskey. So, yeah, okay. that's what we're going to do. Cool that's, beans. That's our, and we'll probably mix in some other stuff because we do have, uh, what, Mardi Gras coming up. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited for that because I just want to drink some Sazerac. Oh, I want to see your beads. Where are you going <laughs> to well, put your beads? Oh, I forgot about that. We need some beads. Yeah, yeah. beads and feathers. Boobies and lube, with a glue, <laughs> some heroin, heroin. <laughs> so let's. So t- today we're talking about the history of whiskey. Yeah, but there are other things developing. I see in your. Oh yeah, I your, just your, I wrote a note. Your research. Yeah, uh, I was saying check your TikTok and Instagram because uh, we made a new logo. Figured it was. Are you are you tired? I am. Yeah, sorry. I mean, we are filming. Uh, early filming, filming. What is it called? <laughs> Recording. We're filming on the microphone. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's, it's all science, technology, it's hard drives, and it's all. <laughs> it's all Greek resistors and lots gigawatts. Four point twenty one. Yeah, don't even know. Um, so yeah, we made a new logo. Uh, we got some stickers and some glasses and some cool like merch we're making. Um, yeah. It's a little squirrel, because that's what we are, squirrels. We're all over the place. <laughs> I think it's about right. If they only could have seen what we've been doing the last 20 minutes. <laughs> what you ready to get started? Look at this Facebook video. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Hey, hey check this out. <laughs> I mean, you, oh, you say it like it was me. You were on the computer showing me videos. 
actively saying, can we get going? Let's get this started. And like, and then, oh, watch this, watch this, watch this. And then I, and then I went on. Went online and ordered an orbital sander. <laughs> after after you berated me no, on wasting Depot. your time, he's like, ordered a "What are you sander. doing?" I'm like, "I'm ordering an orbital sander." It wasn't just looking at it; <clears throat> ordered it. It's like we will notify you when your order is ready, David. And I go, "We got to hurry up because I got to go pick this up." <laughs> anyway, that is that is the hundred percent truth. That is exactly uh, what happened. I mean, oh, okay. Yeah. So you weren't sold in the logo, but I think it's gonna I think it's gonna sink in a little bit, and I think you'll you'll warm up to it because it's just okay. it's it's appropriate for both of us. <laughs> and you know, if we don't like it, we'll trash it. We'll come up with something else. If today was any indication, can we do something about GERD? Maybe a logo on GERD, just like a big esophagus <laughs> with holes rotted in it. I mean, it has a lot to do with podcasting and talking. It does it does? <laughs> okay, um, so our whiskey pick for today. We're starting with Elijah Craig. As accompanied by some bourbon blues. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Elijah Craig, we have a bunch of barrel or barrels. I wish I had a barrel of Elijah Craig. We have a bunch of bottles of Elijah Craig, one of them being a barrel proof, other one being the small batch, uh, the one that we're going to sample. If it was later on the day, we probably would have done a flight, mm-hmm. but we're going to keep it to, to just the one. Because I got to pick up my sander. Yeah, you got a sander. We got we to gotta build <laughs> stuff. Oh yeah. God! We're gonna do some homework. Mm-hmm. Uh, toasted barrel mm-hmm. is what we're gonna we're gonna drink. Uh, Seventeen eighty nine is on there. Ninety four proof. Uh, so yeah, it should be a pretty good uh, afternoon snack for us. I'm maybe, excited. Maybe Dave will stop yawning. I, <clears throat> you think I'm not gonna yawn more after drinking that? Uh, I don't know. Sure, I'm sure I'm gonna. Um, we were. I mean, we're we're missing the rye. I don't know why. I, I think we both like rye, so I don't know why we. Pass those up often. I'm usually not Elijah my, Craig Rye. I see it all. It's right next to the small batch every single time. Oh, they're I, both like the same price. Maybe I just haven't noticed it. It's like a little green label instead of the red label. Uh, this toasted one has a blue label, so they're you know. I picked up the Knob Creek Rye the other day just because I, which didn't is have a it. solid rye. I yeah. think if you do like a top five of like, hey, this is what should be on your shelf. Most people will say like, hey, if you go for a rye, like grab that because it's you know it's. Under Saz- 30. Sazerac is my favorite. Right? Sazerac's easily my favorite. Well, you haven't had the, the Knob Creek rye yet, but no, I like I, I like Saz better. I have not. Um, Got a couple things coming at the Knob Creek 15-year. Have an Elijah Craig 18-year that's ooh. on its way. Uh-huh. Yeah. We have the E.H. Taylor single barrel. Yeah, we got to, we gotta, you know, maybe, maybe we'll do, uh, we'll throw in an E.H. Taylor episode. We'll have some KFC because it's the Colonel. Oh yeah, <laughs> have the biscuits and gravy, Some Popeyes. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> now you know what else is really good is this Redemption weeded bourbon. Yeah, I got that. Try that for Which the first is a, time. It's a lot like a. Is it like a Maker's? <clears throat> that's a weeded. No, better. Better. I like it better than Maker's. Okay, I do. Well, Maker, You'll have to Maker's try. is the gateway. Maker's bourbon. is the gateway. Yes. Yes. Don't forget the. Okay. Anyway. So. So I just, yeah. But, yes. Go on. I, but I, I, I digest. I mean, we're talking about GERD. We're all over the place. We are. <laughs> slow it. Throttle on. back. I just had some coffee. <clears throat> okay, uh, pardon slow me. Slow it down. Elijah Craig. Um, it's interesting because uh, there... So if you look at the history of bourbon, mm-hmm. uh, which is what we're going to discuss, it's all over the place. There's lots of arguments and confliction to the story. There's no real set 
like who was the first and there's I think there's several firsts. It's like who barreled it to first and who bottled it to first and who yeah. aged it to first and so there's 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 a bunch of different brands that are claiming to be the first and I think just with the nature of whiskey of it being like a hidden background family type thing mm-hmm. you don't really it wasn't really commercial it wasn't like hey we made the first whiskey it was like people oh we were already drinking it our family was already making it for the last <clears throat> 50 years you know that type of thing yeah everybody it seems that they different different people did different things first they had their own firsts yeah it wasn't all this guy did everything the first time yeah, so we we could have picked several different things. We could have done Evan Williams. I think didn't we drink a bottle of Evan Williams on the podcast, or yeah. did we just have it on the side? We might have it on the side. I had Evan Williams single barrel. Okay, which is fantastic. It was good. Yeah. And the bottle bottle and bond, mm-hmm. even better. That's the white label, yeah. Evan Williams. That one's fantastic. So Elijah Craig um, is known as the father of bourbon. So I, I thought it was a you know before actually knowing the history, I, we kind of decided on Elijah Craig being. Mm-hmm. Our our choice, and I think it's one of the most solid brands that, out there, especially for like a new bourbon drinker. If someone asks me like, "Hey, I'm trying to get into bourbon, what should I pick?" You know, it's like Four Roses, Elijah Craig, Evan Williams, Old Forester, Knob Creek. It's kind of you know the go to Woodford. Ones. Woodford, yeah, it's, it's a little all, more pricey for a new bourbon drinker, but Woodford is still it's very smooth. But you can get a you can get the basic one for thirty bucks. I mean thirty dollars. It's kind of yeah. I try not to sell people to get like the twenty dollar bottle or the fifteen dollar bottle. Like if like someone's interested and say, "Hey, I want to get into bourbon," or I like I want to grab a good bottle of bourbon. I don't say, "Hey, go get that fifteen dollar one." Spend thirty. Like thirty's not a lot, all right? <laughs> go to go to go to the market and get the Boone's Farm. Get the it's in the refrigerated section. Yeah, <laughs> like it was like in you know Elijah Craig small batch is a good place to start. So. <laughs> Get that jug of old McGillicuddy. <laughs> used to be whiskey at one point. Whiskey. Yeah. <clears throat> that's great. Or like the one that's like charcoal filter. Just get rid of all the crap. Yeah. <laughs> it gets rid of all the taste of the fish. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't afford oak barrels, so they got pickled fish barrels instead. Mm, they got, that sounds good. I'll have some of that. Whiskey finished in pickled fish barrels. <laughs> oh, God, that'd be gross. Ugh. I mean, is that like <clears throat> Japanese whiskey? Yeah, right. No. Oh, hero. <laughs> that's finished in barrels of, I don't know. <laughs> oh, sushi! Sushi! Sashimi! So, so okay, well, Elijah Craig. Much, Elijah Craig. So, uh, we went with the toasted barrel because, you it's know, toasted. We're, we're classy. It was toasted. And, and we're really going to be good. toasted when we're done drinking it. We will. I'm just kidding. We won't. Um, I got to so, pick up my sander. Yes, you do. So, he's, uh, Elijah Craig was known with the person that invented the bourbon. Um... They took the already popular corn whiskey, a.k.a. the Moonshine, mm-hmm. and they made a newly charred oak barrels, uh, which is like a requirement requirement now to make um, um, to bourbon. And apparently the story is like there was like an accidental fire. They were trying to cl- like clean out the barrels to store the whiskey that were probably fish barrels at one point. Used it's fire. Funny you make the joke. They used fire to clean out the so fish they barrels. They used fire like, hey, we'll, we'll clean it out to, you know, get the flavor, you know, get that nasty flavor out and charred it up real nice. And they threw it in there and whammo, <clears throat> bourbon was made. So you took like this white corn whiskey that mostly flavorless, maybe a little bit sweet. And well, they also stored them in sugar barrels too. Yeah. But, but you know what I'd love to try? What's that? A bourbon 
that's aged in a fish char- barrel in a charred sugar barrel. Huh. What yeah. Is, what's a sugar barrel? They would store sugar, or I don't know if it's sugar. You know, they put stored sugar cane in them, or but they would oh, use okay. used sugar okay. barrels. Yeah, because that's how they store it. They didn't have Tupperware. <clears throat> right. In seventeen eighty nine, I'd love to see like that caramelized sugar in the inside of the barrel, and then then age your whiskey in it. Do you think that would be up. considered like an additive? Because like bourbons, would. you can't really like. To they be probably wouldn't bourbon. because the sugar is going to further ferment whatever, and it's going to screw everything up. So. Oh. That would be interesting. Yeah, I thought we should do that. Just try. Do you have any barrels? No. (laughs) I got one in the back. Do you have 500 liters of uh, unaged white whiskey (laughs) and some sugar? (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna make a science project that it is. Let me go check the pantry and see how many (laughs) barrels of sugar I have left. See how many sugar barrels I got. (laughs) So the fact of the story is in 1789. This Baptist minister named Elijah Craig opened a distillery in Georgetown, Kentucky, mm-hmm. which is now owned by Heaven Hills, which is one of the big brands that owns like everything. Uh, and they continue to keep that name and named him the father of bourbon. So that's how Craig. it was made. Father of bourbon, Elijah Craig. Yeah, because he, you know, burned some barrels and threw the whiskey in there and called it a day. I like it. Yeah. So um, we're going we're gonna to get into the drinking. We're going to try this? Yep. Elijah Craig Toasted Barrel. Uh, it's a straight bourbon from Heaven Hill. Uh, the release date was uh, September 2020, and it's now ongoing. So we're going to be seeing this every year. 78% corn, 12% malted barley, and 10% rye. So it doesn't have an age statement, but it says uh, that Elijah Craig's are typically aged about nine years, unless it's, you know, unless it's stated otherwise. Okay. So uh, 94 proof. <clears throat> So a little, little lower end in the proofing. Just a little bit of a sting, yeah. 94. Um, value, it's the SRP is about 50 bucks. I think we found this about 60. 60, 65, yeah. And I yeah. routinely see it. Uh, you know, you see most stores will have like a bottle. If mm-hmm. they have one, it's 100 bucks all day. Yeah, so, we didn't get it for 100. The store yeah. we get it at puts a small markup on their stuff, and, and then they put it on the shelf. They're not out to make killing off everybody. They want repeat customers, so... They, we, li- we like them, and we repeat. We do. Yeah, they treat us well. Yep. So let's do it. Yeah. On the nose. Yeah, we poured it like an hour ago. So we were ready a, to go. It's had a good... Yeah, before I ordered my sander. <laughs> <laughs> it's been uh, it's been opened. <clears throat> Showed see a bunch of TikToks of dogs doing stupid shit. <laughs> they had TikToks of, like, dogs playing, a.k.a. fighting, in slow motion with... Uh, what's that music again? Carmina Barana. Oh, Fortuna. Oh, Fortuna from Carmina yeah. Barana. The... Uh, uh, opera, hey, whatever. Caramel, vanilla, maybe a, maybe a little marshmallow. I got some like sweetness to it. Spicy. Is that where the toasted comes from? Spicy. I think I, it might. I mean, it's spicy. It tastes like okay. So little little baking spices <clears throat> in there. Yeah, like baking spice or whatever. All right, let's let's do a cheers. Cheers. <gasps> wow, that was the best one yet. That was great. All right, I'm going in. <laughs> Yo, hey, going in for the palate. All right, yes. He's, oh, he's sipping it, mouth open. I can see the back of his throat through the glass. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Okay. I like that. Do you? Yeah. Mm, it's good on the nose. I know that. So uh, vanilla, but like more of a marshmallow flavored with like Ooh. a little graham cracker in there. And it tastes like a s'more. And I get the oak 
oak and like <clears> a little <throat> bit of pepper. Pardon me. I get the, the oak at the end. Yeah. Maybe but a little yeah, brown sugar. Like s'mores. It is like s'mores all day. This is really This good. is awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like it a lot. This is worth another clink. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like it. We that, have to record that. That's worth 100 bucks. <laughs> oh, my God. It is worth 100 bucks. We, we paid 65 We must have got the shit bottle. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> that's fantastic. Why yeah. do we wait so long? Yeah, that exactly. That's really good. Mm. Like rye spice. And it's not, like, too sweet. No, but it's, it's not definitely too sweet. like the aftertaste is just marshmallow. And like I just can, had a rice krispie treat. You can think and, and a little bit of oak. You get the oak. You're like, ooh, I taste the oak barrel. Boom, and then the caramel kicks in, and the it's the an toasted oak. is like a toasted candy kind of. Yeah, but it's it's like a yeah, it's just a. It's not an overpowering oak. It's there. It's complex. Yeah, but it's a great blend. It kind of melds. It morphs. It, it reminds me of the E. H. Taylor single barrel. One flavor kind of melds into the next, and okay. you don't get one overwhelming. It's like, I taste, oh, that's good. Ooh, wait a minute, and now I'm getting this. Oh, now it's getting mellow, and I'm getting this, and yeah. it just kind of blends together. like melt, It melts in your mouth. Um, mm. It's an interesting process uh, is, with the toasted. good. Uh, they're saying they actually take it out of the barrels after it's been aged for like the nine-ish years. Okay. And then they do a second barreling. So they, I guess they have a stronger toast in the barrel in the second barrels so like more of like a char like an alligator char okay and that's what gives it that additional like flavor and sweetness and i don't know how long they finish it because it sounds like a finish i don't know how long it's actually in that second barrel you know and that and that, and that gives you the price point so that's why it's it's more you know it's almost double of like a small batch mm-hmm um, yeah, about 20, 25 to fifty dollars. So it's a double the price of the small batch, but they're, it's a lot more labor. It's a lot more work of taking it out and rebarreling it. Yeah. So it's it's worth it. Ooh, That's like some it. good flavor. I like it a lot. I would drink this again. I'm going to continue to drink yeah, this. Yeah. Okay, me too. So, so yeah. <clears throat> Elijah Craig, good stuff. Two thumbs up. Yep. And moving on to the actual history of bourbon. Yeah. So Elijah Craig. Not the first bourbon. Okay. The first maybe charring, barreling in that way. But uh, 1783 uh, is when Evan Williams opened up their first distillery in Louisville on the bank of the Ohio River. So they're saying this is when uh, this is when they had Kentucky's first distillery, commercial distillery. So they're huh. kind of, the, the, you know, they didn't invent the charring of the oak barrels, but they were the first one to actually open up. But if if charred if new oak charred barrels is part of what needs to happen to call it bourbon, then yeah, that's what doesn't make do sense. How do you not give Elijah Craig any? Because he's the one that started charring the barrels. Did they char the? Did they Pardon char? Me, did they char the barrels? Did Evan Williams char them, or did they just put them in oak barrels? They might that have. much. Different. I mean, did they do that later on after the fact? I don't know, but part of being able to call it bourbon is it has to be in new charred oak barrels. And we'll get into that. Okay. At this point in okay. time, it wasn't called bourbon; it was just called whiskey. whiskey. So okay. bourbon wasn't like the the name bourbon wasn't invented for till much later, and wasn't used to even later than that. Oh, okay. Like wide, widespread. So yeah, the the story is a little muddy. And what about the Samuels family? 
Um, because I that's had, another I thing. I had to do a sidebar uh, research event. They're like, no, it that's was not, us. We did it. That's it not the us. Sam Adams, by the way. Immediately I saw Samuel's family. I was like, oh, Sam Adams. <laughs> like, Sam no. Adams invented it? No, no. no. Yeah, so just some other family that's claiming that they were the first to it. And they, they claim in 1783, Robert Samuels created the secret family recipe mm-hmm. of bourbon. And it wasn't called bourbon at the time, but they said that they did it first. Yeah, I get it. That's an old... Bill Cosby was, I was the first one. He nuzzled my nuggets. It's like, no, <laughs> you weren't. Are you proud of that? <laughs> exactly. He's like, wait, I was the first one. It was me. No, he, no. he loved me first. Yeah, right. He loved me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Tiger yeah. loved me. But wait, he loved me. No, he loved me. And it's so interesting. So this whole uh, Samuels thing, and it, it reminds me of this uh, Prince Andrew thing that's going on in the news right now about how he claimed to have some medical condition that made him not sweaty. I don't know if you heard the whole story. This is a complete sidebar. So the girl that brought one of the girls that brought charges against him. That Meanwhile, was, I have hyperhidrosis. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I sweat. Just somebody says a word, I'm like, oh, my pits. <laughs> well, so one of the the girls that were uh, assaulted during the whole Epstein thing by Prince Andrews, mm-hmm. salt and sweat. She, in her testimony, she talked about how he was like gross and sweaty. And so his rebuttal to this was that, like, he fought in the the war in, like, the Canary Islands or something like that and was shot at and had this, like, massive adrenaline rush, <laughs> which affected his, like, his ability to sweat, his glands and his ability to sweat. And he said it was physically, he said, I was physically unable to sweat, so that can't be me. <laughs> Oh my god. This is this is his like his excuse. Like his his team of lawyers, this is what they came up with. <laughs> oh. And they said, "Okay, prove it." And you know what he said? What? He said, "Well, that's personal information that I'm not willing to to disclose like the HIPAA. That's a HIPAA oh violation." Oh my god, really? And he goes, "And I've <clears throat> since Receive treatment to so now I can re- start sweating. <laughs> so again. now I can sweat again. <laughs> what a fucking idiot! <laughs> and it's just like, do you really think? Wow. Like, do you really think you're fooling anybody? That's crazy. <laughs> if it don't fit, you must have quit. But that glove like, was soaked with blood so, like six months ago. Of course, it's going to be three times smaller than it was before. Yeah. You still did it, OJ. So uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So wow. uh, Prince I- Andrew is claiming. He was not able to sweat, no. so he couldn't have raped a 12-year-old girl. Him and his sister-in-law should go on Oprah again, <laughs> like him, and they should both tell about their tales of woe. So uh, Queen Elizabeth has sim- since revoked all his royal privileges and his royal titles and everything. Really? So he's, like, kicked out of the family. He's not collecting any money. He banged a 12-year-old? Well, yeah. I didn't know. I, I don't follow yeah, he, he's He's in one of those. He's on the list of... People he, that he was on the plane. And yeah, the he island. was on the he was on the plane. Yeah, <laughs> and he was in the island, and he was on the island. Yeah, and so he's I guess he's uh, <laughs> a federal judge. He tried he tried stopping the civil lawsuit uh, in America, and he tried having mommy help him, and she shot him down. And uh, a federal judge said that no, you do have to continue with the civil lawsuit, and he screwed. Who's his mom? The Queen of England. That's his grandmother. His mom's dead. His mom's dead. No. Who's his mom? Prince Andrew is Prince Charles' brother. 
Their mom is <clears throat> Queen I Elizabeth. Prince Andrew was young, like like Charles' no, no, younger no, no, brother. No, 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 no. Oh, like old, old, like like yeah, seventy old. year old Prince Andrew. Yeah, he banged a twelve year old. Yeah, holy. Yeah, shit. so we're That's not talking. Just... We're not talking about. So it's Prince Charles, Prince Andrew. They have a sister. Not talking about their. Oh, their kids. okay, okay. Uh, is he not getting like a fair knock? I mean, what do you mean? The, I mean, like you don't know what she was wearing. I mean, it's like. <laughs> We're not, we're not going there. Okay. So anyways, uh, back in a whiskey. I'm, I'm, just, I, I'm asking. I don't was know. A, I, that was a just really interesting story. Nowadays, I had to share. these girls they go out, right? I mean, but but give me this. Like a side note, <laughs> these young, these girls not, go out. I'm not following. They put on makeup. They put on tight fitting clothes. The, the girls today are, look like they're way older than they are. They get all dialed up. They go out. They meet a guy, seventy year old prince from well, England. Well, I mean, this was like thirty years ago, and he's like, you know. Hey, you know, you're good looking. And she's like, hey, you want? and they do. And next thing you know, you you know, after all the makeup and everything, they're like seven. You're like, shit, you looked at least 14. Whatever. Go on. Um, if you are have money from money and you're flying on a private jet to an island mm-hmm. with a bunch of skeezy people and there's a lot of young looking women, mm-hmm. it, if it don't look right, it's probably not right. Come on. Well, I mean, and it's not like they were willing. They weren't willing. Well, the pictures of Jeffrey Epstein with that girl that said that with the, with the, what's they're her name? paying them. Maxine Gishland, Gishland, but whatever. Yeah. This girl was smiling and had, she didn't look like she wasn't yeah. happy. All right. I'm not saying that she was happy, but I mean, well, people do things when they're scared. <clears throat> I mean, I don't think it was like you know, like bounded sex slaves from India where they're no, dragged no, no, into no, a room no, and no, made to no. like. But I mean, you know, that could any of these girls have said, "I'm out of here. I don't want to be here anymore. I'm gone. See ya." Or would they not physically allow them to leave? That's my question. I don't. Well, there's a lot of psychological implications <clears throat> to that. You know, Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, okay. So um, go on. Ran- so that was random. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I just like. Uh, did I tell whole, you about a sander? Point- <laughs> <laughs> so the whole point is this whole Samuel Pardon story. So you fast forward like 150 years, years okay. later and, you know, they're produced. So the Samuels family is the ones that created Maker's Mark. Okay. Okay. Which is good. Which is delicious. But post-prohibition, one of the family members, Bill Samuel Sr., decided he wanted to burn the famous family recipe to like eliminate all proof of like where it really came from and who actually made it. and like Because he didn't want any credit for anything. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, that's what made me think of this whole like yeah. it, it's just it's a stupid story of yeah. like oh like you know I was the one that you know my family is the one that created so there's no yeah. real evidence of yeah. who did where's what the recipe first. I don't know I burned it yeah I really? burned it like so he said he was the one <laughs> that wanted to create a bourbon without the bitterness so he switched from rye to red winter wheat and then created like what Makers is today and then it he, is sweet yeah. Oh, weeded bourbon's delicious. I'm a fan. I like I see, weeded bourbon. There's not a ton of them, but if you see it out there, I, I usually grab it if I see weeded bourbon. You know, Old Elk has something, and there's a couple other brands. Um, Redemption is a weeded bourbon. Yep. yep. Um, he said his wife, Margie, was the one that came up with the, the Maker's Mark bottle design and then the, the, wet, the, the red wax where they dip it mm-hmm. and the brand name. So it was all, it was all Bill Samuels, creator. As good, he says. Good for Bill. Yeah, good for Bill. <clears throat> so, um, okay, so we did Makers. We did Elijah Craig. We did Evan Williams. Um, what else? Got another story. 
Okay. Yes. Uh, 1790s. They say that the uh, the burning of the interior of the the barrel was a an attempt to sterilize. So sounds pretty similar to the Elijah Craig story. But they said it started up north and was sent down to the New Orleans area. That's kind of interesting. So apparently it took there like were three months to get there. Yeah, but apparently it was somebody from like the Sazerac family, which is a French name. And uh, New Orleans is a French area, and they really enjoyed, like, uh, cognac or brandies. Okay. And so they figured if they were making this, like, aged bourbon um, or just, like, this whiskey, this aged whiskey, that it was close enough to that and it was cheaper, and then they would send it down south and it would sell better. And it would... It would finish in the charred barrel after the ninety day journey down the river. Yeah, and it would just taste different. Tasted noticeably different. And it was probably smaller barrels or something <clears> like <throat> that or But it was enough to get people's attention, like, hey, this is good. We should try doing this regularly. Yep. Ah. And that that story's a little vague. Uh, more believable. Though. It's more believable, but there's a more specific story which is almost the same. Okay. So there's two brothers, again, from Cognac, France. Um, who and I actually looked this up that come from like a long lineage mm-hmm. of brandy makers. Okay. And they immigrated to the States. And this is kind of like the early 1800s. So they're saying about 1807 is where they decided to actually do the same thing. They, they took charred oak barrels and they took this corn whiskey, threw it in the oak barrels and sent it down south to New Orleans, which was just dying for more brandy. Right and kind of, uh, kind of, kind of with the thing about these uh, these spirits, the liquors. It's like you just use you use what's available. Right. So yeah, whatever you get your whiskey's hands on. corn. So they use whiskey. So they didn't really have the the, the grains and stuff to make brandy. Mm-hmm. Or brandy was like was apples or something like that. I'm not sure. I'm yeah. not sure. It's sweet though. Yeah, I know. Like uh, <clears throat> like different cognacs and stuff are used from grapes, mm-hmm. different fruits and things like that. So. They decided to go for the corn thing and like, hey, if we can age it and send it down the river, we can send more. So yeah, we'll get we'll get back to that. I think there's a little bit more about okay. that later on. All right, in my notes, <clears throat> kind of bounce around a little bit. You hear a lot with the bourbons too. The history here, like uh, bourbon, how to get be bourbon, a bourbon county, yeah, Kentucky. And what does bourbon county have to do with 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 being its namesake? You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a there's a couple different stories with this. You know, every time I ask you a question, you always have an answer. I I don't I well because I took notes. I don't understand it. What do you every mean? Every time I would just wonder something, and you're like, you you always know. I I, you, I am the all I am you, the oracle. You know, I am the bourbon oracle. You know everything. If I don't know it, I'm going to make <clears throat> it up. All right, well, <laughs> Bourbon County, Kentucky. Tell me about it. Um, make, so, make sure you make it sound good, especially if you don't know. Yeah, if I don't know, do you know? 1785. Uh, Bourbon County, Kentucky. Are was you established. lying? Are, no. Wait a minute. Are, are you lying? I'm lying. <laughs> okay. So the name actually comes from, again, French royal families who helped out during the <clears throat> Revolutionary War. So mm-hmm. all this is like right after the Revolutionary War because there was a lot of French like nobility. Mm-hmm. The, so if you, look, if you know anything about French history, there's a, a large uh, group of nobles and mm-hmm. there's different... Uh, levels of nobility. Okay. So you can be from like the noble group that's just rich. You have money that's like old money, mm-hmm. and so that's why you're you're noble. Okay. You have castles and you have money and you have like you know 
people stuff. that work underneath you. You have stuff. Lots of stuff. And then the other half of the group is because your family has knights, people that fought for the crown mm-hmm. or fought for the region or whatever. And so they gain their nobility through warfare. And then there's that third group that's kind of a mixture of the two. So in the early uh, uh, American uh, independence war, revolutionary war, wasn't much going on in France. And uh, a lot of these French nobles wanted to uh, get some type of uh, reputation. They wanted to expand the reputation. You know, like, Mm -hmm. hey, dad was a knight. Nothing going on here. So they would take their money and their family history, and they came to the States during the Revolutionary War to become officers in the military. Okay. And they would just, they would get letters made up by different, like, you know, the governor of such and such town or, you know, this person or from the king or something like that. And they would... And his name is John C. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I knew it. I knew it. I knew that was coming. You knew it was coming. It, I, I'm sorry. It's, it's not not sorry. Sorry, but not sorry. Okay. <laughs> if you smell what the rock is cooking. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. So they would just, they would... They would show up and like, hey, I have a letter, you know, uh, appoint me as a general in your army. Mm-hmm. And so the, the the American Revolution was full of uh, French officers, some of them that were vetted and some of them that were just there. Some of them had money. Like, have you ever heard the name Lafayette? Mm-hmm. So he was one of the, the big influential people that really helped us win the Revolutionary War because he had backing by the French government okay. and the king. And, and he had a ton of money and he, he was a soldier at like 20 years old and he was a general. Jesus. So that was kind of the, the thing. So there was all these French nobles and we got the Bourbon County name from one of the families. It was like their last name or something like that. And so that's okay. how Bourbon County was established, which was originally part, part of Virginia at the time because Kentucky wasn't really like a thing. So how did Bourbon County, back to my question, how did Bourbon County have to do with the naming of Bourbon being its namesake? Um, now we know how Bourbon County got its name, but how did Bourbon Counties, how did Bourbon County become part of the namesake for Bourbon? All right. So, uh, jumping back a little bit about those two brothers Mm -hmm. that were shipping things from Kentucky to, uh, New Orleans. They were, uh, Louis and Jean, uh, Tarascon. Were they from France? They were. They they were the guys from, uh, Cognac, France. France. Cognac, France. Yeah. So they brought brandy with them when they mm-hmm. were, you know, officers in the military. Like, hey, brandy. Everyone loves brandy. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. It's made from fruit. Oh, yeah. Delicious. What is that? Like, Cavassier? That's a brand. No, is that a cognac? That, I think Cavassier is a cognac. Whatever. It's delicious. <laughs> it's all delicious. Oh, it L- makes me want to do L- that. Louis the Eighth. <clears throat> yeah. It's like they're all named after, like, French kings and stuff. Love it. So they had this idea that they were going to build, like, a lumber mill in Louisville, Kentucky, they were living in New Orleans, so they could, you know they had money. So they would build build this mill so they can uh, they can make barrels because barrels were used to ship and store lots of different products, like you said, like sugar and salts and fish and things like that. Okay. And refrigerators back then. Yeah. So that was big money, and plus you needed lumber and stuff to build with and to to start fires and things like that to cook. Um, so they figured that they were in the perfect position to both purchase and ship whiskey down the Ohio River to New Orleans to feed the need in New Orleans for this uh, uh, this brandy that they were running out of. And in the course of doing that, sending the whiskey down, when they got it, months later, they were finding that it had a much different flavor, and it was a lot closer to brandy. 
than it was to like the original corn whiskey. Right. So. Were that, is that not the brothers you were talking about before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I those were the brothers. Because like 90 days it took to get down the river. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And uh, people started referring to this whiskey because of the street name, because of the other nobility that the, you know, the area mm-hmm. was named Bourbon. Bourbon <clears throat> Street in New Orleans. Because people were like, hey, I want that whiskey from Bourbon Street. So that's where Bourbon and whiskey it came tra- from. And then it transferred to the origination of Bourbon County. Of Bourbon County. Oh, okay. So, so it came from Bourbon Street to Bourbon County. Yeah. Which were both had to do with the French. The yep. France. The France. French. French. <laughs> I'm Italian. I'm I'm Irish. What are you? I'm so French. Yeah, I just I don't know. That's kinda that's kinda <clears throat> neat. Like I didn't cool. I didn't know that. And then it kind of points into the whole Sazerac thing, because that's a originally a, a New Orleans brand. Mm. Also French nobility. The long history in there. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I never knew that that's where it originated from. Yep. See, you, you know everything. I know everything because I read everything. Now, didn't the government, like in the late 1700s, institute a tax on whiskey? Yes. And this is... And that's where this big rebellion came from, and, and then all this other bullshit happened, and... Formerly known <clears throat> as the Whiskey Rebellion of 1794. <gasps> <Ding>. <laughs> no. So, yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head, so... Post-revolutionary war. I'll take Jap anus relations for four hundred, Alex. <laughs> Anal bum covers. <laughs> I'll take my tits now. I'm sorry. That, go on. That never gets old. It never gets really old. But we digress. Yeah. <laughs> so they had to uh, increase taxes to pay for the revolutionary war because mm-hmm. guess what? We didn't have any money. We were broke. So the taxes were uh, levied unequally. So they were a revolutionary tax- war. Yeah. Didn't they like 1790s? Didn't they? It was a revolutionary war in like 1776? That's when the yeah. Declaration of Independence was signed. Yeah. So they're still fighting a war in the 1790s? It was like, what was it, seven, eight years was the Revolutionary War? So oh, wait. Was, they yeah. signed a Declaration of Independence saying, then they, screw you, Britain, and then they fought them. And then they fought for oh, almost a decade. Okay. You know, I'm, see, this is me. I, I don't. I the don't, Revolutionary War was a bait and switch game. I got, we just spent I, our time, spent so little time trying not to fight the British and moving around until the French came and helped us and paid for all our. Our guns, our uniforms, our ships. And, and look at how we treat them now. It's really interesting history of how much the French helped us out. No, they now did. we hate them. Just look, the Patriot at the end, all the boats showed up. It's historically <laughs> accurate. I think that they made that movie back in like 1790. Yep, they did. I think they did. Mel yeah. Gibson looked good. He did. He still looks good. That is one of my favorite he movies. He still looks good That's for being so like good. 225 years old. <laughs> I mean, it's gone. <laughs> So speaking of that, <laughs> going back to the Whiskey Rebellion, I believe we were talking about. So they created this. This is a rebellion. This yeah. is a rebellion. <laughs> oh, it was U.S. The government yeah, taxed everybody. So okay. A lot of like Irish settlers and such in Western Pennsylvania, uh, they got pissed <laughs> off about it and they said, screw this. They were farmers. We're being taxed on booze. That makes our lives livable. We're going to make our own. We're going to move. So they all picked up and moved to Kentucky, and they started, you know, the growing crops that they grew there, which is mostly corn, and then they make their booze off of that, which turned out to be whiskey. Now, did their IQs all drop 20 points because they drank too much whiskey or because yes. they moved to Kentucky? Uh, yes. Well, <laughs> nowadays, Kentucky's awesome. 40 points. We'll say <laughs> West Virginia, maybe? Those that didn't make it past. Mount, Mountain Mama. 
<laughs> Take me home. Yep. Country roads. Yep. Take me home. <laughs> go on. No, go on. It's finish. <laughs> no, that's all. You, you got me on a John Denver Take thing. me home. Country road. Country road. On where I belong. West Virginia. West Virginia. Mountain mama. Mountain mama. Yeah. What does that even mean? Take me home. Is that like a... Country road. Take me home. Country road. And then Kermit the Frog comes out of nowhere because he did the Muppet thing. (laughs) He's like, take me home. Take me home, John Denver. He said Mountain Mama. And I was just picturing uh, Pee Wee. Where he's like, Large Marge sent me. Tell you, Large Marge sent you. (laughs) When they pulled her out from the twisted wreckage, it looked like this. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. I I bet. I I think that's it. So the Wesky, the the Wesky, the Whiskey Rebellion. The Western Pessimists. Yep. They uh, picked up, moved to uh, Tennessee, and established what now is Bourbon County. That's Those awesome. are the ones that started making whiskey. They got sick and tired of being taxed. No, were they only taxed in certain parts? Because the federal government tax, they tax you everywhere. So what would it matter if they were in Kentucky? I think because it was the beginning of the country and that wasn't an stat. That was the frontier. 1794. That was like the unexplored, yeah, uncharted Yeah, like we're shit. just going to move where they don't know we are and we're going to do our own thing. Yeah. Wouldn't you like to go where everybody knows your name, though? I, I would. Where, where, where would that be? Boston. Cheers. The Cheers? Is that in Boston? Yeah, Cheers in Boston. Oh, I thought that was in Chicago. No, Cheers, Boston. Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Chicano. Yeah. I'd like to go to like Montana or Wyoming where nobody knows my name or Idaho. You no, are the you, you are Idaho. the <laughs> You gave me that look. I was like, I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> anyway, go on. Sorry. Um what yeah. else can we talk about? I think I think that's really good starting point in history, because we're you know, we're in like the the 40 minute mark so i don't want to get too into it yeah we can save the prohibition till later okay that sounds good i mean we can a couple notable me- mentions in the beginning of whiskey history we have uh jim bean which actually started by jacob bean who started uh making and selling his first barrels of old jake beam sour in 1795 hmm. yeah so now an eight eighth generation company Still, still around. I think Jim Bean is the number one selling whiskey. Imagine if you could find a bottle of old Jake Beam, whatever. Like if you Good found one in somebody's barn somewhere. What were you saying about the mm-hmm. uh, E.H. Taylor uh, oh, Warehouse the, C? E.H. Taylor Warehouse C. Okay, so E.H. Taylor. Okay, Buffalo Trace Distillery, right? Uh, my wife got me a bottle of E.H. Taylor single barrel for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Okay, the price on that is about 250 bucks. Okay. And that's where we are. Some places you can get it for cheaper. 250 MSRP of like 60, 80, something right, Depending like on where you go. Yep. And I don't know if I have, I've never seen it for 60 or 80. I don't know if there's any stores where you could actually buy it for that. Maybe there is. <clears throat> Pardon me. I'm getting even clumped. But yeah, certain in places in the U.S. Yeah, in West Virginia, maybe out of somebody's back barn. But um, E.H. Back Taylor, barn bourbon. Back barn bourbon. And we're going to have to make oh, that. Oh, yeah, let's make it. Back, backside bourbon. Made it in the toilet. Backside bourbon. Does shit in a barrel. Put bourbon in there. Tastes great. So, that aside. <laughs> Old Jake. E.H. Taylor, right? 250 bucks. I wouldn't spend 250 bucks for a bottle of bourbon, but my wife did because she knows how badly I wanted it. Yeah. So, and it's I mean, you, fantastic, you, by uh, the way. You pretty much scored it when you went in there. Oh, oh, saw it oh it, shelf. It's fantastic, by the is way. Is what she told me. It, no, it really is. She told me that she got it. I don't know. Oh, She's like, I had to. He was like. He jizzed in his pants. I had to do it. <laughs> I'm like, I want, I want to try he that. He screamed like a little girl. He was like, like ah, E.H. Taylor. Ah. Uh. <laughs> that was it. She's like, I got to buy that. All me. right. Okay. I'll be right back. So anyway, got that. Then they have what they call a warehouse C. They had a tornado 
in one of their warehouse. In the, where was it that the tornadoes? Kentucky. <laughs> so yeah, Kentucky, Outside of Louisville, destroyed part of the warehouse, and then another part of the warehouse, you know, was not touched, and the bottles that were in that part of the warehouse survived. So they call them like the survived tornado survived warehouse C. It, and they're it's selling gimmicky for Very three thousand dollars a bottle. Holy moly! And I bet you it's the same goddamn bottle that would have gone out to the stores for a hundred something bucks. Probably tastes exactly the same. And they probably took the damn. They probably steamed the labels off and put the new labels on. It says Warehouse C. You know, and that's because that's amazing. That is amazing marketing. That's it didn't what it exist is. until they had the tornado. So you know, the label there was not the same label that was on it when it was in the warehouse. So no, were the barrels in the warehouse? Or well, the, the bar- bottles. No, it was the barrels. Why it was aging? So just while it was the aging, that survived. Okay, so you get a barrel that's in a warehouse, and a barrel that's in a warehouse, uh, uh, two two counties away. So does that mean it was a good year? Was it a good year two counties away and another barrel that had the same whiskey in it? So here's the thing. Part of this warehouse fell down. The other warehouse did not fall down. What makes one bottle three grand and the other one's 200 bucks? What does it matter? Maybe it's it was, a gimmick. Maybe it was a good year, and maybe because of the tornado, it created rapid temperature shifts, and humidity changes. changes. So if you know anything about Boyle's Law... The pressure cooked the bourbon, <laughs> so it sped so, up the price. Yes. So it's really like an eighteen-year so bourbon is, that came out better. of that barrel. It is all right. We just proved scientific fact, <laughs> peer-reviewed study that E.H. Taylor Warehouse C is better and worth three grand. Absolutely, right? get the vaccine. Yeah. Yes, I, I agree one hundred percent. So <laughs> because the science says so. Yeah, follow the science and the money and the money and the money is As in we Warehouse know, the science C. Science is not the data. The data points 180 degrees in the opposite direction of the science but you can interchange because the cdc also redefines science as money so, so therefore, uh, follow the science follow the money it's the same thing so james crow <laughs> developed what is oh, now known... we're gonna talk about jim crow all right no. fine go ahead james crow <laughs> oh same guy 1823 dude. didn't call him jim until he got older he invented what mm-hmm. is now known as the sour mash at the pepper distillery which is now Woodford Reserve, so one of the original mm-hmm. distilleries that made bourbon. Mm. Yep, Woodford Reserve is very smooth. I like it. It is. It's it. You could. It is kind of peppery. I too. finally had a bottle of Woodford Reserve the other day. It's fantastic. Did you? Well, I, I just thought again. Uh, what was that Wild Turkey One Hundred and One? It's just one of those brands. I was like, Meh. just put my nose up to it. Because my bourbon's not. Then they have another Wild Turkey. It's a Wild Turkey something. It's like a. Uh, purebred or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. I see it in the store, and I'm like, ah, should I get it? Should yeah. I get it? I never tried it, it. Is it gimmicky like the Jack Daniels, like Gentleman's Jack? Well, the is Jack the Daniel, I, I I just bought a Jack Daniel 10-year. So, yeah. I Where? bought it off a guy. I've been looking for that. I'm just kidding. I know you were. Oh. That's why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not a Jack guy, but I want the tenure. You're like, oh, you're or the Koi Hill, anything. Right. No, I've, I've asked. Do you get any Jack yeah. Daniels tenure? No, we don't have any. Okay. Yeah, because they get one bottle and they sell for 500 bucks. Yeah, that's why I'm. I saw a bottle of Horse Soldier that was for sale for like almost seven, yes. $700. It's such a small new brand. It's, it's like, that's it's not worth it's gotta that. It's got to be a. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's not, not worth that. It's not even like. Anyway, whatever. I bought it. Like, that's crazy. You want to go on the Big Dick Hero of the Week and get, finish this? Finish this out. I don't know, man. I was enjoying talking about this stuff, but if you okay. want to do the big dick here, well, I enjoy can, talking I to you, David. Enjoy I enjoy talking to you too. Oh yeah. See, when Steve drinks a whiskey, I can see through the bottom of the glass, like right into the back of his throat, and it gives me all kinds of these fleeting thoughts that I never have otherwise. Marshmallows. Marshmallows. What I taste. I taste marshmallows and walnuts. 
skin <laughs> and skin and shame and sweat. Wait a minute. You, you can't sweat anymore since you got blown up in the war, right? <laughs> that is the most ridiculous. Oh, I, oh. I, I don't know how I fit that in, but I had to. I taste sweat and shame. Oh, it couldn't be me. I used to not be able to sweat. I taste Come a little, little apprehension with a... Uh, just I once saw a, a a little fender bender and it scared me so bad I couldn't I couldn't sweat for two two months. I taste apprehension and a little bit of yearning. <laughs> Let's talk about the big dick hero of the week, like okay? Urine? Like you're a little yearn. Maybe that comes after the yearning. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> big dick hero of the week. Yep. My dick like the Mississippi River. Oh, here we go. My dick Yo, bitch, what's for dinner? Yeah, you need a really big dick. What's that? Size of the dick does matter. <laughs> wow. You did it again. Size does matter. Oh, oh right in the kaniki. Right in a right kisser. Go on. Yeah. Who's our big dick hero of the week? Um, Heroes. Is it a hero or is it events? Big dick events of the week. Heroes. Okay. Our founding fathers. Oh. George Washington. Thomas Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. 1797. George Washington, known as the distiller in chief, as he was the commander in chief of. (laughs) (laughs) I could go on. Would you like me to go on? So working out of his home in Mount Vernon, Virginia, George, George W. George W. (laughs) George W. (laughs) George W. said (laughs) Uh, he became the nation's largest distillery. I mean, he had like 300-something slaves, but he (laughs) was the the distiller-in-chief, specializing in rye whiskey, which is bourbons. Did he hire Jim Crow to run his distillery? (laughs) What the hell, dude? You're just bad enough. Which is really interesting because, like, when you, yeah. Uh, 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 How how uh, more was he? It's tough tough to get out of this one. (laughs) We're in a pickle. Yeah, go on. A pickle work. Pickle. You say pickle. Hide the pickle. What do you say? Um, go on. It, no, it's it's interesting to me because Washington, Washington D.C., Virginia area is not uh, Maryland, Baltimore, mm-hmm. not really known as like whiskey or bourbon areas because most of uh, most of the distilleries, if not all of them, shut down during uh, Prohibition. And it's, oh, that's it's right. It's just now that we're starting to see. Some of these uh, companies come back in. You've seen a lot of stuff coming out in Maryland and Virginia area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are. And I believe one of them actually found George Washington's original rye whiskey recipe, and they're remaking it. I got to look it up and figure I out. I would want to try is. that. Yeah, so that's kind of interesting. So big dick hero of the week for that. Um, I also heard that the uh, um, his whiskey recipe. He, uh, if you notice that uh, he didn't ha- when the Oh yeah, really? <laughs> wow, so much information right there. Wow, there's yeah. there's so many things that I know <laughs> that it's hard to get them all out. Yeah, okay, go that ahead. That he uh, had trouble getting barrels to be able to distill the whiskey recipe that he had, so he had to find scrap and scant pieces of wood here and there, really, and to put barrels together. So he actually had uh, um, his slaves go and gather the wood. one rare batch. Yeah, he he didn't have enough wood, so they ended up actually. He said, you know, any any wood that we have, we need to gather to whatever. So okay. he actually used uh, his wooden teeth as part of 
the, you know, so if you look at later pictures of him, he had no teeth. That's why he didn't smile. Oh, okay. Because he didn't have any, even though he had Because he used teeth. it for the barrels. <clears throat> he used it for the barrels. Actually, yeah. I think the put staves. in the barrels, kind of like the, the things you put in your drink or whatever. Yeah. To flavor Like the what Maker's does with the stave finish. Yeah, but it was his wooden teeth. Hmm. Yeah. I yeah. totally made that up. Sound, probably tasted like freedom. It tasted <laughs> freedom and oh, tobacco. Yeah. It's tobacco notes. That's because I, it's because I, mm. <laughs> A little hair, a little sausage in there. <laughs> What's the curly cue? <laughs> anyway, I was totally lying. Yeah. He didn't do that. I, I'm sure you didn't believe that anyway. Well, who's there's another part of the big deal. So the other one was Thomas Jefferson, hmm. who actually did not like whiskey. He was a connoisseur of wine. Um, didn't he live on the Upper East Side? He did. He did with his wife Wheezy <laughs> and the maid Florence. That was him, right? The Jeffersons. Yeah. 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 They did. Yeah, that was him. This is, that's exactly who I'm talking about in yeah. 1802. Well, yeah. I mean, known sense. as the tax break. Okay. So he was the one that eliminated this whiskey tax that started the whiskey rebellion. The one that the U.S. implemented this tax on people to fight the war. He got rid of it. Yeah. So he helped uh, this like moonshine underground market and he promoted it for like innovation and becoming the whiskey market of what it is now well it makes sense you squashed it <clears throat> prohibition squashed it they well they taxed it. It, it well you're talking about prohibition or a tax on whiskey tax on whiskey so, so the whiskey rebellion is what we're talking we're not <clears throat> at the prohibition well yet. it makes sense you know you tax the, the snot out of something people go all right fine screw you i'll do it on my own and they get very innovative you have illicit markets that come up and you find these people are doing better making more money than you would have gotten from taxes from them anyway so it's yeah. like why not have that money put back in the economy because they're not doing it? Yep. So you're like, well, shit, let's get rid of this tax. It's like it's a, it's it seems like it's a cyclical process that happens over and over and over with with a whole bunch of things, but the government never learns. You know, they're not here to help, Dave. Huh? They're not here to help. No, they're not here to help. They're here to hinder. They're here to rule. You don't know me. I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> look at my face and tell me you love me. <laughs> tell me you love me. Come on, look at my face. <laughs> Oh, let me flip you over. Now look at my face. <laughs> Tell me you love me. <laughs> I didn't know you couldn't look at me from that angle. <laughs> oh, God, I'm I sorry. I think we're done here. Are we? Yeah. I think it's pretty The fish much. has been fried. <laughs> pretty much We're has. done, though. The I, fish has been fried. It came out okay. The rock is cooking. Oh, you yes. smelled the fish. <laughs> love the fish. Love the fish. Yeah, love the no, fish. That was, Pickled fish That barrel. was fun. That came out all right. That was so fun. We did it. We did do it. Yeah. Now it's time for us to go. Don't you think? Yeah, I think so. so what's the next episode? Prohibition. Yeah. <laughs> We've been waiting for this one. I have been waiting for this one. All right, so go ahead. Give the spiel, Steve. Uh, hi, I'm Steve. Oh, my and, God. No, uh, the end spiel. <laughs> I, uh, I, like, I, like, uh, I like going to the beach. I, I don't like the sand. Um, I like men who aren't afraid to cry. I anyway, uh, check like us the out smell on. of freshly cut grass. Okay, go ahead. You do it. TikTok. Facebook, Instagram, Facebook page, the interwebs. Yeah, with our new logo. Yeah, and comment, new logo's say be hi, there. like it. Let us know what you think. We even know nobody's going to email us, but whatever. They Ooh, yeah, whatever. Whatever. What we hate you. Well, we'll talk about prohibition. We'll see you again. Yep. Love you, mean it. Bye. Peace, love, and anal grace.